If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into the wrap. Near the end of February, this is The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup, and one that you might be needing just a little more this week now that it's a little more difficult to get your news from one of the world's biggest social media platforms in Australia. Yep, we're diving straight into this one because it's a topic that needs a serious discussion, as Facebook cuts off news in Australia with some pretty devastating consequences. Ever since the government started talking about its media code, Google and Facebook have been in the crosshairs, with a push to try to get both the search engine and social network to negotiations with media companies. It's a big push by the government to try and secure money from both Google and Facebook for journalism organizations, that's the official reasoning. And while there are some pretty severe flaws in the media code, including some very strange ideas about how search works, it had seemed like Google and the media companies were making progress. This week, Google signed deals with News Corp, Seven West, and Junkie Media, and we're sure others are on the way as well. But not over at Team Facebook, which appears to have another approach in mind. You see, while Google had suggested it might turn off search in Australia, an idea that sounded a lot like a bluff given how Google search can be found in the likes of Android and its smart devices, to name but a few, and not even including its huge ad revenue in Australia, Facebook had said it would be forced to turn off news sharing locally entirely. And this week it did. Facebook flipped a poorly made switch and turned off news sharing for local publishers, plus made it impossible for Australian Facebook users to share international news easily with it. It's a little crazy and basically means no Australian on Facebook can share news at the moment, be it local or from the world, and no one outside of Australia can see news from Australian publishers, though it initially went beyond that. NASA, the Bureau of Meteorology, and a whole lot more were initially affected, partly because the idea of what news is from the government can mean anything reporting on current issues or events of public significance for Australians. That made it more of a janky rollout for Facebook, which later restored some of the pay but the fact remained. Rather than wait for the code to hit, Facebook hit the nuclear option and took away the ability to share news. It's a bizarre situation to be in and means right now Facebook users well, can't really share news, with news organizations big and small affected in a move that hardly plays into Facebook's hands. While we're sure the social media giant could argue that its hands were tied with the government's code, doing this without warning and doing it in such a poorly implemented way feels like a reversal of a position. that Facebook Facebook doesn't really want to talk and that it just demands things stay the same or else. And that just seems like a bad move altogether. For now, it means if you want news, you'll kind of have to leave the confines of the social network and head back to the websites, the apps, and bizarrely and perhaps ironically, the Google News and Apple News links to read your stories. All while Facebook becomes a newsless feed of cats and friends and family and food. You know, the way it used to be. Fortunately, the big Facebook news wasn't the only thing of importance this week, though it clearly is a big one. You can't get your news from Facebook right now, but you can at every other site, and at least you might be getting a few less scams as well. This week, Telstra rolled out a technology over its phone and text network, and over the network it shares with virtual operators like Boost, Belong, and Mate. And it means that scam calls and scam texts may be less common, thanks to some software smarts that actively block phone and text scams before you get them. It's a big deal because we're seeing scams 
scams arrive in big numbers lately, which is hardly surprising. According to the ACCC, scams are a multi-million dollar business, with hundreds of millions of dollars lost to scams every year. But recently we've seen email scammers getting a little smarter, and now might be harder to spot, because it appears they finally bought a dictionary. The most recent PayPal scam we checked out was written almost perfectly, but still had one way to work out the floor, with a dodgy email send address, which will always be the way to work out if something is a scam. Always check the sender address, because scammers can't fake a real one. It's often your big indicator to what's a scam and what's not. In the meantime, we think Telstra's move is a good one, because it means scams can be limited at the services level, though you'll still need to keep your wits about you. And keep your education up as well, because there'll be plenty of other ways that scammers can attack, and they're not just going to stop. And in the light of Facebook being Facebook, it means that scammers may go back to social engineering and social media scams, because without being able to share news or tips from tech sites like ours, people might not see the signs quite so obviously, or learn the tips that they need. For now, you've been listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. You can learn about this episode and more, not at Facebook, but at therap.com.au. And a new episode can be found every week at Listener, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. But for now, have a great week. Stay safe, stay sane, and take care. Yeah.